former wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. The guy's amazing. 1989 All-Madden team and afternoon co-host on ESPN Chicago. I think he's going to start at least eight games in the National Football League next year for a team that's going to give him a chance. It's Waddle Wednesday with Tom Waddle. Listen, i got a pedicure in an hour. When I get back here, the wheels better be spinning, all right? On Captain G. ESPN Chicago. It's a Waddle Wednesday on the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. And Tommy's on the hotline. That'd be the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Tune in. Don't worry, call the Car X man. Good morning to you, Tommy. How are you? <sighs> Good. You're having to hose off your partner in there. Oh, uh, Tommy, you're. I love you like a brother. I do. But you are so underselling this whole narrative because, and I get it, You can he throw the pill, can he read the defense, get the ball out of him, that's all obviously paramount. But the fact that this guy understands the gravity of the situation, the city he's coming to most likely, everything that goes with being the face of this organization and wanting to be not a great player, not a Super Bowl champion, an effing legend, Tommy. Oh, hose me down. Get me a cigarette. Let's go. Good morning, Tommy. How are you? I'm doing okay. Thank you. Thank Ta- you, Tommy. From your conversation that you had with Ryan Poles, the general manager for yeah. the uh, for the Chicago Bears, is there something that you didn't already know when you talked to him? Is there something that you learned from that conversation that you already knew? Wow. Um, I, I think it was just kind of confirmation of what I thought. I, I mean, look, we're all reading tea leaves now, right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to connect dots. And it just, look, I, I, what I did know is, is coming into this whole situation that Ryan Poles was going to handle all of it with a professional approach, that he, he's good at this. Like when he met the media yesterday, the first thing he did was he mentioned the contributions of Eddie Jackson and, and Cody Whitehair. Like he's got a feel for for the tone and the tenor of what needs to be said. And, 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 and being respectful to Justin and handling this professional in a professional manner, I thought was just confirmation, Jonathan, of what I already knew and how he would handle things. But I think like when Sylvie asked him the question about if there was a, a prospect out there that, that just knocked your socks off and, and he was it and you were in, in love with this guy as a, your player... You, you know, is do you just shut down the conversations in terms of trying to trade him? And he said yes. And um, I, I just think as you, you you follow the breadcrumbs, it it just feels like they are definitely leaning into what I think we all suspected is is that they're they're thankful for what Justin has done in a Bears uniform. They respect him. They're going to move on from him, and they're going to draft somebody. Obviously, the, the leading contender is Caleb Williams, and they're going to move forward. I think just, Jonathan, that I've come away with in the last 24 hours, without saying it, they've kind of said it to mm-hmm. me. Tommy, as someone who played in the league, had success in the league, has been on the scene here as a broadcaster, highly successful for almost 30 years, for crying out loud, I can't believe it. I'm old. As you look at... <laughs> Caleb Williams, and if he said to you, Tom, you have taken the bull by the horns and you have been huge in that city, what advice would you give him coming here? Because he's not coming in, 
and this is not a criticism, this is a fact. He's not coming here as an undrafted wide receiver, scrapping the fighting to make the team. He's coming in as the Messiah. Uh, be loyal and honest. It was a thing that, that, that you know, um, I, I think that Coach Ditka was probably the things that, that he impressed upon me that were most... I thought most important and lasted with me the most. As long as you give the fans and the people and the organization you know, an honest and a loyal effort and you treat the organization in an honest and loyal way, then, then the people are going to love you and you can hold your head high regardless of whether or not you're throwing for 300 yards or 150 yards. Um, just, just understand how important this is to the fans and treat them with the respect and the dignity that they deserve. And, um, yeah, I, I think it's it's pretty simple. And, and, and look, Cap, to go back to – I'm kind of go, goofing with you. I like what he said. There's no question. I want him to be focused on being the best player he can be. I, all I didn't want to hear from him was – yeah, I'm a little uh, I'm uh, I'm a little suspect with regard to where Chicago is. I, I want him to be all in, and I think he is all in. Um, and I didn't hear anything from him that that was alarming. But I just don't. I'm sorry. I don't. His favorite style of pizza and some of the other stuff. Like I, I heard the guys when I was out of town last week. I think it was Evan uh, on on Sportsman. Like was talking about how you know if you if you if Michael Jordan isn't your favorite basketball player of all time, well then you're not fit for Chicago. Come on, guys. Like <laughs> I mean, that's just silliness, isn't it? I'm These guys are bit... 22 years old. Those guys, all they've known, and they're watching the NBA. If you're in the in the you know this NFL draft is, is LeBron. Nobody watched Michael. You weren't born when Michael was doing most of his brilliant stuff. So a lot of it is just rhetoric, and it's it's you know it's fluff. But, uh, no, it sounds like this kid, there's a lot of substance, not just on the field, but off the field. And, you know, in the stuff I read, he, he hit every note. He didn't mention Jardinera or beef sandwiches. <laughs> Tommy, I'm, not, I'm very disappointed. I don't know if he's really all in if he doesn't mention the beef sandwiches yeah. and the, uh, the well, Jardinera. You know what I mean? So he's still suspect then, right? Yeah, I'm not so sure. He's more of a Washington guy than a Chicago guy. As we talked to Tommy Waddle. Coming up, we'll talk about the defense of the Chicago Bears. That'll be coming up. Eberflus had some things to say about the defense. We'll talk about it coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10. Here we go. <laughs> Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. It's a Waddle Wednesday on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Tommy, there were some thoughts from Matty Rafloos, the head coach for the Bears, a very handsome Matty Rafloos. Coach Crockett? Mm. <laughs> Sonny mm. Crockett. Coach Sonny Crockett. You can't spell uh, Eberflus without B-A-E. Mm. He is uh, looking good. <laughs> I don't know about you, pal, but a little mustache. Does that have Cap charged up as well, Matty Rafloos' yeah. new look? Look. He's got the. I'm the, all in. He is so hot. <laughs> he's got the beard. He's, he's got so the hair. Hot. The, he's Let's got, go. the, got the fade. He's got the bomber jacket. Like <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah. And the hoodie yeah. underneath. Mm. Yeah. Let's yeah. freaking like the, was, go. It wasn't a quarter zip. It was. It was like with a Bears logo. It was like something from a designer's. Yes, you he looked know, like story. Dominique Foxworth this morning on Get Up. The bomber jacket, the hoodie. Let's go. Let me tell you something, Tommy. I don't know about you, but uh, that looks like a championship coach to me. 
Oh, yes. Eberflus. Uh, uh, we got uh, room in the polyamory I, I world. Was, I was, Cap, I was just going to ask, is there any room for Coach Matt? Yes. Yes, he wouldn't kick him out of bed, clearly. As we turn now to Matt Eberflus talking about the defense, can they take another step? I want to just commend the players, uh, you know, on the whole football team for sticking together the way they did uh, at the end of the season and us come, having a lot of success at the end. Um, and the defense is the same. You know, I want to really uh, – uh, thank those guys for that because they really hung together and started to really gel and started to get really, you know, so to answer your question, um, you can always have more rushers. You can always have more corners, right? You know, I love that. Um, but uh, we're, we're close to being a, a pretty solid group. Oh, he sounds so good. He does. Oh, mm, sounds so good. Authoritative. I love it. Very encouraging on the defensive end and Woo. knowing that they need another pass rusher on the obviously we all know that on the other side of Montez Sweat. But guys, I, I would say the thing that I heard from Matt Eberflus yesterday meeting the media hmm. that resonated most with me was about the offense and the quarterback position. I don't know if you guys have talked about this this morning, but you know when when Matt was talking about Coach Matt, Coach Crockett was talking about you know the important traits of of you know quarterback. He's talked about you know two minute drill, fourth quarter, third downs, final moments of games, mm-hmm. and guys, you know. As we've all agreed, Justin has not been dealt a great hand over the course of the last three years. But if you look at his stats and his performance in those metrics, it's awful. No so, question. Yeah. You know, if you if you want to connect dots, and I think we're in the, you know, it's like a game now. We're trying to connect dots, and you're trying to, you know, come to a conclusion as to how these guys feel. That was the most revealing thing that I heard from from Iberflus yesterday was just the traits that he admires and he's looking for in a quarterback. And again, you know, Justin hasn't been been handed a you know a great hand, but uh, that's a lot of the things he mentioned is areas where they've struggled. And it's funny because there's this narrative that, you know, the Bears are going to get no takers for Justin. I don't think he's going to have a litany of takers, but somebody's going to make a move and say, all right, let's take a shot with this kid. My question is, do they pick up Justin's fifth-year option, or is it a one-year tryout? For the uh, team that would trade for him? Correct. Um Think if you're going to give up a second round pick, which I don't know what they're going to what what will happen I, I, for a team that's going to make a trade and give up draft currency for him, I wouldn't be shocked if in fact they they picked up the fifth year option. I don't know how teams are feeling now. You, look, there's an extra thirty million for every team to spend, which may tr- change the way that the teams think about certain things. So, so NBC Sports Chicago last night posted they be, they have a source telling them. That Atlanta is absolutely engaged. I'm not sure that's true or not. Maybe. But, yeah, there was an article. Uh, Steve Weiss does great work for the NFL Network and is dialed into the Atlanta situation. He's, I think he's, very, he's got a good relationship with Terry Fontenot, their general manager. I think the re- most recent thing I saw from, from Steve was is that, it, look, um, the, it's, it's not something that is high on their list. So, look, at this point, we're all guessing. But when Steve Weiss, there's certain guys in certain towns with certain teams that you listen to and it, it resonates more with you. Like, I, I know that you guys have talked about the guy in Pittsburgh that's been in that, you know, arena for so long, the writer out there. And he had thoughts about what the, the Steelers wanted to do at the quarterback position. I think Steve Weiss has got a good feel for Atlanta. So, look, he'll, there will be a home for Justin. There's no question at all. I think the other thing when... when Ryan Poles met the media yesterday with us and with, with you know, the whole crew. 
um, he talked about not wanting to be in this gray area. I think, guys, that, that again, as you connect dots, there's more gray attached to a dance partner for Justin than it, there is with regard to what their thought is about the first overall selection. So as they try to find a timeline to do all that they're going to do, I, I think what what right now is if, uh, qu- holding up is probably the wrong way. I think they want to do this sooner rather than later. Just again, these are all my thoughts speculating. I would think that the gray area exists with regard to finding somebody that would like to do a deal on that front. Tommy, you jumped on did you jump on that uh, Pistons plus eleven against the Bulls last night? I did not. I heard you guys. I heard Cap. Didn't Cap? Didn't you say you're laying the points? The Bulls minus. No, 11? I had a same game. I don't. I did not play the, oh, okay. the game per se. I didn't have a side. I had. Oh, I did. I had a same game that I hit almost every leg. The only thing I missed on. Freaking Kobe White played like a blind man yesterday. I mean, they went two of 29 from three. That's the, not good. In the update yesterday, I, when you were reading that, you said 11. I said I would take the Pistons. You did? Yes. And, and so that's exactly it. That is, if that's not rock bottom, I'm not sure what is, Tommy. I mean, that's the Pistons are horrible, as we all know, now 9-49. and 49, But the idea that you shoot that poorly at home, the Bulls, that's, uh, that's not settling. That's just sucking. It's just you know, the reminder. I keep hearing, oh, well, we're, since, you know, whatever, we're, we're actually good. If you go back to the point where they were 13 and 17, so they were four under 500. I think it was like December 21st or whatever it is. They, they're at the same spot. Like, yeah. they haven't made any progress. You, okay, you made progress after the, you know, the horrible start in the first 12 games. But since the thirty-one game mark, you're you're the same team. You're, you're still four, three or four games under five. Dude, if Arturis was running the Bears, he'd have signed Justin to a two hundred fifty million dollar max deal, and then dealt the pick for some whatever down the road. Yeah, it's it's not good. And, and listen, the worst emotion you want to 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 feel from your fan base is apathy. And I think that, that I think anger is not part of the equation. I think for the most part frustration, I think for the most part Bulls fans at this point are, are apathetic because there's just they haven't done anything. Uh, look, I was on Stormwatch last night, so thankfully I did not see It was nasty. Oh, it was unbelievably bad. Uh, so, did you lose any power? Did not. You know, Jonathan, they went through a big process over the last month or so in the place I'm in now. They put all the uh, electrical lines underground. So, you know what? I think we got past it. That's good. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Growing up, Cap, Tom, it was my parents always said, get to the basement. Even oh, yeah. just, just, for oh, hard, yeah. just for hard rain. Yeah. They're just like, hey, I mean, can we turn the TV on? No, no TV. No. You just listen to the radio, the crackling sound of the radio to find out what was going on with the storm. Jonathan, that was my childhood. We lived right in Tornado Alley in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Like, like We experienced more than one tornado that came in and just devastated certain areas. And, and you're right, like the basement. You were in the basement three or four times a summer. Yeah, that's true. That's I would say, can we go upstairs? No, no. We can still hear the rain pelting the home, yes. just in case. And it's so funny because it becomes election uh, election coverage on all of these news channels, right? Oh, they go yeah. wall-to-wall with it. This is this is their utopia right here. Look, when you, you understand, back in the day when we were kids, if it got a little cloudy and a touch windy, you'd just hear one of your parents scream, to the basement! <laughs> <laughs> Just get down there. Yeah, down into the cellar, Cap. That was. I remember happen. that going down in the basement <laughs> last night. My daughter-in-law is driving back in that nonsense from Madison. Ooh. Mm. with the kids, yeah, and I get home from dinner. It just started. I got to watch the Bulls. Screens frozen. 
Mm-hmm. Your Xfinity service is down. Uh-oh. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting my iPad, and I'm going to link it through my iPhone mm-hmm. so I can watch it on the stream, and it came back on TV. Oh, it's I, I think that's Bam. a sign that, that that's not a game worth watching. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you've got a nine-leg parlay, I just think... I had to do a recap, Tommy. i got to see it. Okay, my the, bad. The good bad. Lord you says... You know, listen, you could have just told a story. You know, come on. We've all done that, right? Yes. Yeah. This was a really important game. I saw 98%. You didn't see a single play. You just were reading highlights. What are you, the lady that said she made up the coach interviews? Who was that? Oh, gosh, I forget. Who said that this year? Snorling. Oh, yeah, that was uh, Carissa Thompson. Carissa Thompson. Yeah. Carissa Waddle joining us. Snorling. Snorling. I, I think well, Tommy's hit on something. I think Tommy's right. I mean, when you, when the good Lord says maybe you shouldn't watch that game, it's bad for your eyes like porn. Right. Well, wow. I don't know about that. Man. Well, it depends on the porn. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that, that's, a good, that's a good tagline, isn't it? <laughs> depends on the porn. <laughs> exactly get that right. as a bumper sticker. Put that on the back of your car. <laughs> so depends on how many the eyeballs to get, looked at you sideways doing that. That's it. Tommy, as always, we appreciate you stopping by on a Waddle Wednesday. Amen, brothers. Thanks for having me. 52 weeks a year, Tommy. We love you. I love you back.